0: Seventh day of 2022. There are 318 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 103.9 News live online at k105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest, latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll also give you an idea of what to expect weatherwise. Another warm day in store. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on the uh, No settling in to my left, rolling Mach Nine with her hair on fire oh, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm- Your sweater looks like you enjoyed the warmer temperatures yesterday and an even warmer day today. Yes. That Kelly Green says to me, you are hoping spring is right around the corner.
1: Yes, and you know it's my favorite color.
0: It is your favorite color, and so you're thinking, well, a month from now, it'll be Shamrock's Day. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I see you're doing wishful thinking. I like that. That's uh, very smart. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Extension Services Ag Agent's. Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back.
1: I'm glad to be here.
0: Good to see you. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a few know, weeks. No, it's been, you've been a little while. It has a
1: lot to catch up on. Been on
0: assignment doing other things. Yeah. Uh, when I mentioned the warm temperatures, you smiled really big <laughs> yes. over there, even though you weren't on camera. <laughs> yes. uh, you liked the temperature yesterday.
1: I loved it, and I'm going to love it today. Minus the wind, but I'll take it if it's going to be sunny.
0: Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a dynamic day weather-wise. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Does this warm temperature remind you that baseball season's right around? Around the corner
1: sunday
0: <laughs> sunday oh my it's already around the corner sunday Sunday. <laughs> so the daytona 500 and baseball season begin maybe, for the carmen household maybe on sunday. i don't know
1: if we're gonna have a baseball season but i well i mean oh, we no, are locally no, yeah. but you know baseball in general
0: mlb yeah, yeah maybe they'll get it uh, let's
1: do some college maybe
0: instead. they'll get it work yeah i mean there will be mm-hmm. hey that's the beautiful thing about america's pastime is that if Major League Baseball doesn't play, you can get together and play in the backyard. I watch my you can, cats
1: play on TV. You can have your mm-hmm. own.
0: Uh, you can have your own game, even if you yep. want to. Hey, the warming trend continues today. We're going to be watching uh, rain for tomorrow. In fact, the rain will arrive late tonight. And then tomorrow, we first you know, thought that maybe here between the lakes we might be able to escape the wind uh, and the potential thunderstorms and the rain. But it looks like it will impact us. It's going to swoop far enough south. In fact, uh, some of what they're dealing with uh, out in the plains today will move into the uh, Midwest later on tonight and then to in our region uh, tomorrow. So just look for... Uh, Heavy rain tomorrow, maybe some strong storms, general wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour, along with a sharp temperature drop on the other side tomorrow uh, evening. So we're going to see 68 for today, and then the overnight low still at 59, so not too bad, but with rain. And then back up into the 60s tomorrow, but behind that front that will move through tomorrow, giving us maybe about an inch of rain, Uh, then you'll see the temperature drop down to 25 tomorrow night, only rebound to 40 on Friday and could see a snowflake or two, but I mean, it's not really gonna ac- ac- account to anything. So the weather roller coaster uh, begins. And I also look kind of a longer into a longer pattern. We've been dry for a few days. We're gonna get maybe an inch of rain tomorrow, and then we're going to have these periods of sh- uh, potential for showers every couple of days. But typically, what that is an indication of. Is spring is inching its way in because we see, you know, more of those spring rain showers that uh, make us for wet conditions. And so just we're going to have some mud in the coming days. But today, uh, often days on windy days like this, I call it the garbage can relocation program. (laughs)
1: Have you seen that? They actually have things for those, right? The the levels for those. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yep. Your garbage can will end up uh, two doors down, three doors down, (laughs) uh, what type of day it is. But today is also uh, doorbell camera drive you crazy day. Yes. Because so many people have doorbell cams now. We have this one magnolia tree, which is huge, that is within shot of the doorbell cam. And you can tell when the wind gets up and the tree wiggles, the doorbell cam thinks somebody's at the door. Yes. And so you get
1: <laughs> your phone well, is on be <laughs> He's yeah. the only one that gets those notifications.
0: Well yeah. sure I do not. You got to yeah. got to keep an eye on who you know, I who, know. Who, who's at the door.
1: Exactly. And- but you want to do that? Well, I will say I have that, but I also have a baby monitor that picks up sound and motion and so if if, you know, my husband works from home, so it's one of those things that if he walks around downstairs, this camera picks it up. So I have constant, <laughs> constant oh, notification glory. every day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I did think it was funny, and I guess it's an indication that she is my daughter, uh, is that uh, Taylor was with us something back in the... Uh, fall or some point in time, and at uh, she and Cameron's new home, they have some cameras mounted outside, mm-hmm. and so she would she would notice that like Cameron was carrying, she would message say, "Why are you carrying a a golf club into the house?" Uh-huh. Or like, it was like <laughs> you could tell they're keeping tabs on one another, but uh, you got it gives you something to pass the time and uh, stay stay up to date. By the way, uh, weather wise, I should also use this opportunity to mention that as we have surpassed the 15th of February, we have also entered the spring wildfire season and that means burning restrictions are in effect across the state. Burning is prohibited between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. within 150 feet of any woodland or brushland through April 30th. Officials urge anyone burning debris during the wildfire season to use caution. This, um, this was an interesting number. I don't guess I'd had an idea or had a number in mind, but the number, uh, the Kentucky Division of Forestry mm-hmm. has responded to 93 wildland fires since January 1, and many have been attributed to debris burning.
1: Yes. Well, and I, would, I don't know if that's a normal number. Uh, that would be something the Division of Forestry would know, but you think about all of the folks down in the western part of the state that are trying to clean up, mm-hmm. and they're trying you know, that's one way to do it is to burn the brush. And sure. if you're not familiar with how to do it, then it can be a problem.
0: Yeah, if there are any experts on the uh, brush pile, I've got one that I'd like to talk to, <laughs> some, to some people about. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, before we go any further today, I, I don't. I, it's, um, there are days on the show that I have to, to share news, but if I don't share news, then, then I feel like I, I missed an opportunity. Uh, learned this morning that the Caneyville community, and more specifically the Caneyville Christian Church community, uh, which I've uh, been a part of for 50 years, uh, has uh, has lost one of our one of our true treasures in uh, in Janice Minton. Um, Janice, widely and well known in the Caneyville community, and being in the uh, insurance business for. Uh, many years there, very involved in uh, city government and leadership with the small community of Caneyville, the council there over the years, and uh, has always been uh, what I like to call a, a true saint uh, as part of our congregation at uh, at Caneyville. Uh, Janice will, um, has always been a true encourager. Uh, she would go out of her way to make sure that she hugged you, even when maybe the conditions weren't wise to do so. She was uh, ha- having that connection and, and 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 sharing love with people was more important to her. She was uh, she was tough. You know, she was a very strong woman. She lived the seemingly the majority of her life as a widow, and I always admired that. You know, in her husband Carlton, she had one true love, and that was it for her. And she relied upon her church family and her and her family, her children, her grandchildren. For um, that was what made her happy. And so, when you get to these stages in life, you you know that you aren't going to be able to hang on to these pillars forever. But yet, you still are saddened when you hear of them. And so, it it is a it is a loss but is a gain for the kingdom of heaven that uh, that uh, Janice has gone home to be with the Lord. And so um, just we're going to be gone for a couple of days, and so I may not have another opportunity to mention. I don't know any of the details or anything like that, just learning uh, of her passing Uh, this morning. And so I wanted to share that before we got down to uh, any other official business of the day. So anyway, pray with those, uh, pray for her family and the church family and the community. And big, big loss uh, had a huge impact on those that she touched. The Biden administration is telling Congress that it needs an additional $30 billion to press ahead with the fight against COVID-19. Two people familiar with the administration's plan confirmed key details yesterday that $17.9 billion for vaccines and treatments is needed, $4.9 billion for testing, $3 billion to cover coronavirus care for uninsured people, and $3.7 billion to prepare for future variants. This is, um, this is odd to me on if you see what's happening in California and some of the other areas of our country that have seemingly just suddenly decided the pandemic is over and have you know have signaled okay we're going to return to normal life that the the request for billions of dollars to continue to um to invest in various things. We're just in a very weird place. I think I, I, you know, mentioned it yesterday. There was never be a day where there's the all clear given, but the way our exit strategy, or as like the talking heads like to say, the off ramp of the pandemic is a bumpy one. Mm -hmm. It, It
1: seems to be so
0: is, it is odd even to the point that our legislators legislation that would give parents the right to opt their students out from mask mandates in Kentucky's public school and child care settings, passed the House Education Committee yesterday. It's House Bill 51, sponsored by uh, Lynn Beckler of Marion, and it would include grades K-12 through and higher education institutions. He said, we are empowering parents to decide whether or not their own kids wear a mask. It's a well-known fact that a one-size-fits-all approach does not work The data showed us children are least likely to catch, spread, or suffer from COVID-19, and keeping them masked has had little to no effect these last few years. Beckler said people communicate with more than just voice, and the facial expressions are necessary to understand what the person speaking is trying to get across. This will be forever debated as a point of contention on whether they work or whether they don't. Right. I know what our positivity looked like. I know what our positivity looked like in Grayson County schools just a couple of weeks after they returned to school maskless. I know what that positivity went to. And then you had the brouhaha and the huge controversy over mask mandates, et cetera. And I know that the positivity even went higher than that, and so some will make an argument that said they they, they bared no they made no difference, that the positivity was going to be what the positivity was. And then I will also you know direct your attention that even more recently in the last thirty days to six weeks, even the CDC or the talking heads that a lot of people have tuned out over the last couple of years then came back and said, "Oh, by the way." unless it was a K95 or a KN95 it really wasn't doing much good anyway yeah. to which i say well now you tell us <laughs> yeah right so I, and that's why i mean is that we'll we'll be 5 and 10 years from now we'll we'll be beyond this far enough that we'll hopefully be recovered enough that we won't be so mad about it whether whatever side you're on but we're still going to disagree mm-hmm. whether masks were, you know, were a huge part of it not being worse than it was, or because if you allowed us to use the surgical masks and you said, "Well, yeah, that'll be fine, you'll be doing fine," but then you come back in the final days and go, "If it's not a K95, it's really not doing." Then it's like, "Well, then what was all that for?" Right. And now we've got legislation that says, "Right, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna try to empower parents to say, going forward." You can decide whether your kid has to or not, and I.
1: That's gonna, and it's always gonna be an issue because that's government versus you know what you do as in your personal life. But then when you're talking about schools, I know our county, our district just went maskless maskless this week, and I mean we were really positive two weeks ago. Also, I mean it went through. I don't know of a kid. I don't know of a kid that hasn't had it yet,
0: yeah. and so
1: it's one of those things that. I I don't want to be in the middle of it. I know what us and our family are doing and that's
0: sort of. And look, liberties and civil protections and all like I'm for that. Love America. Love the freedoms we have, but there are times there, there are times when people tell you, don't go do that. That's bad for you. Your human nature is going to tell you that you want to go do that. But I'm here to tell you that your life may depend (laughs) on you not doing it. And so we need those people. But then when something gets so, polarizing and politicized that you have to question a person's motives. Mm -hmm. You know, now wait a minute. Are you telling me that because you want to control me or because you're looking out for my best interest? Mm -hmm. And when you get conflicted in that regard, it paralyzes your ability to make decisions and sound and you react and you get explosive. And it's just, I, I really would like to think that if we ever find ourselves in a, in a similar situation in the future, uh, was, you know, so ten years down the road, something new, something new crops up. I just hope we, as a world, and specifically as a country, I, I hope we're learning lessons now yes. that we can use and do it better in the future. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope that.
1: Um, well, and I think too, back when it first started, they really weren't sure. As long as you were covering your face, they didn't. You know, I think there was there's levels to that, and so just getting people to wear a mask was a big issue. So yeah. if you were wearing something, then. So but, I
0: don't know. And listen, I you know, I've been the snickering bunch that we've traveled and we see people from the Asian part of the world and they're wearing masks when they travel because it's been commonplace for a long time they do it all because the time. of their population density. And I always kind of snickered at it, but I won't do that now because I realize there are going to be people, there are going to be people who are going to be in our society. There are going to be people I know mm-hmm. that I love that will say masks are Masks are the best thing for me going forward. Maybe not just because of SARS COVID, but maybe it's because of allergies. Maybe it's because of flu. Mm-hmm. I've had I think two different colds this winter. Mm-hmm. I had none last year. Right. Because I was away He's from people. I was and so you see, just the just so I can see where you say, Well, if you go out and you're around people instead of us <laughs> slobbering on everybody, then you know protect yourself, so that seems practical but 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 being forced to do it That's see that, the issue. this is where yeah. the political and the civil liberties and the the freedoms aspect comes into it, and suddenly now we 're in the middle of a political landscape instead of looking at it logically and practically right. and it 's all about the lens that you use and it's it 's tough' it 's hard to navigate. Um, you want to make smart decisions, you want to be a good citizen, Mm -hmm. you want to be a good example, you want to you guide your yeah, kids right. right with the right guidance. You want to emulate good behavior for them so that maybe they emulate the good mm-hmm. behavior because they're watching. And so it just there are pitfalls, right? They're just mm-hmm. there's this is like a game of frogger. Everywhere <laughs> you go. Know, it's like, oh, go back it's a lane exhausting. And I say that. <laughs> and so I just hope eventually we yeah. we do it a little bit uh, do it a little bit better. The Kentucky House okayed a bill with uh, twenty three million dollars in rescue for Kentucky State University, uh, so they will continue to um, they'll continue to debate uh, to try and maintain uh, solvency for them.
1: That's that affects us a little bit because we do rely on Kentucky State some with some extension programs that you we do. do. We we are yeah. they're our sister school. So.
0: Well, and if they're, I don't know that they are. I don't I don't know that they are technically an HBC. Mm-hmm uh they may be i just don't know whether they are or they aren't but if kentucky has something similar to an hbc it is ksu
1: yes it and
0: is. so that mm-hmm. um, that there's a lot at stake there um boy i hate rocky top me too i just can't stand <laughs> i can't stand me too. University of Tennessee. I can't stand the Volunteers. I can't stand orange that color. shade of orange. It's the, it's the most putrid color of orange I've ever seen. And but, Cal
1: doesn't like it either, apparently.
0: Well, he likes it better now that Rick Barnes is the coach yes. than he did when Bruce Pearl was yes. the coach. But the cast just couldn't get uh, couldn't get anything going last night. And so the Volunteers got a little bit of revenge from the absolute trouncing that they took yes. at Rupp back on January the 15th. But the Volunteers ran away with a 76-63 victory. I mean, everything Tennessee threw up. They I mean went they were, in. it looked like the globetrotters. They were shooting behind the mm-hmm. back and it went in and it would it would you know, it would clang around the rim and go off somebody's head and went in. Yeah. And then there was a lid on the basket for Kentucky, but that's okay. And, mean, they,
1: and turnovers did not help us.
0: You can turn the ball over. It's not going to. So it what we know, I think Kentucky is a great team. I think yes. they've got a great future ahead of them here in the season. But there is a fine line. You can tell there's a very fine line between having that engine dialed in and performing well. And and I'm uh,
1: surprised they actually let Ty-Ty play last night because if, I, if it were me and I were the coach, I would twofold. I would let him sit to rest. And if we lost, that's just one reason why that, helps that's our, right. that helps our uh, tournament. But they
0: should. Could have held him back. Might, yeah. have, might have saved a one seed if they had held him out because yeah. they had had a reason to go look. Uh-huh. You know, it happened but, with Duke. But so. they played out of the one seed. By the way, I also, nobody wants to see a Duke interview. Nobody, a game did that you goes watch down that game to the prior? wire. Yeah. No, I did not. And I mean, I was, well.
1: I watched the end of it because I was waiting on the UK game.
0: So what, I, full disclosure, I was watching television with her. <laughs> We were watching 1883 and other things, and so I had the game on my iPad, yes, which so I, I did see, so I could glance was, down. Yeah. But I was like, "Come on, Duke game, get over!" Yeah. And then they're interviewing, they're interviewing like the inter, like the coach uh, in coaching, waiting or whatever, mm-hmm. It's like, "Shut up!" Yeah, the 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 rest of us are we're waiting what? for a real game. And
1: Coach K-, K was not there apparently, so I don't know if he got he t- got s- sick. ejected. No, oh, he got sick okay. at See, I didn't or know. I just his, thought that was interesting. His
0: feel bad hurt, so he yeah, stayed I'm in the locker room. And in Cougar Sports, River Blanton scored 18, Keegan Sharp 17 as the Grayson County Cougars withstood an 18-2 first half run by the Davis County Panthers. To get a victory on the road, sixty-four to fifty-seven, Cougars will close out the regular season on Friday night when they will host uh, Hancock County. The Lady Cougars were on the road and they fell at Muhlenberg County, forty-four to twenty-nine. They've picked up a game against Warren Central and will host Warren Central at home tomorrow night. And then they will also host on uh, Senior Night for
1: District Play. Yeah,
0: District Tournament starts on Monday already. So early, only the February the the President's Day, and we're playing the District Tournament, but. Uh, Good luck, rest of the regular season, for the uh, Cougar and Lady Cougar team. So there you go. All caught up. But we got plenty more. Hang around here on MNO. Today is Do a Grouch a Favor Day. So everyone, someone just crossed everyone's mind. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I thought of myself.
0: You did. Me yeah. too. I thought of Oscar. Yeah. Not Oscar Sheboy. Uh-huh. Oscar the Grouch <laughs> he's, from Sesame he Street. He is
1: very quickly coming up, becoming my favorite.
0: He's. I mean, he's, he's impossible. Oh. He's impossible not to like.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they held him at bay last night pretty well, so they did. But I also,
1: that. I think there was just a lot going on there. There
0: probably was. It's uh, Almond Day today. Okay. So, I mean, I don't dislike almonds. Uh, almonds Almond seems to be the responsible choice.
1: Yeah, in your in your nut selection.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) it's like my favorite nut. It is your favorite. Uh, Well, yeah. Is it other Uh, than pecans? I mean, I
0: like I like
1: a good pistachio.
0: I like macadamia. I mean, so yeah, yeah. those those are good. But the Mm -hmm. almond ones seem like okay.
1: Sometimes you're trying to be good. Sometimes you don't. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Love them in the almond joy, I absolutely. Do. But but really, they're there as seemingly the responsible option of the almond joy. Well, it has almonds, sure, but also has coconut and it has you know Sugar. some of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. It is also I have never heard of this until today that I recall, and maybe you enlightened ladies have. It's Tim Tam Day.
1: I don't know what that is. No clue.
0: I didn't know what it was until this morning, and I'm not sure I, that I still do. I'm not sure I do now. A Tim Tam is a treat consisting of two chocolate malted biscuits. All right, so I'm going to go... This has got some type of European influence. Mm-hmm. If we're calling them biscuits, then that means cookies. So two chocolate malted biscuits or cookies with a fluffy cream filling and dipped in milk chocolate. All right, what is the... uh what What is the... United, what's the American equivalent of That's what, what I'm Tim think. Tam is? Two chocolate malted biscuits. So think of cookies. So would this be, like, well, malted. It couldn't be like the cookie and the Twix. Mm-mm. It has to be malted.
1: I, I was going Twix or um, not a 100. I don't know. And then
0: fluffy cream filling. All right, what's the Which fluffy? I'm
1: completely out on. Nope. Well, it depends yeah, on like, okay, I, I, when I think okay.
0: fluffy, I think it may be a, a little more dense, like mousse that you would like. I know you don't like like the cream yeah. horn or the mm-hmm. jelly filled, but this, this
1: oatmeal fl- cream pie type filling. Maybe right? it
0: might be a little heavier, like more dense, like that. And then it's dipped in milk chocolate. Now, maybe we can context our way to this creator, Ross Arnot, Arnott, A R N O T T, who is of the Australian biscuit company, cookie company, Arnott's. There's a, there's a Kentucky connection to this. He attended the Kentucky Derby in 1958. So there they are. Kentucky in 1958 and chose to name his new line of cookies, biscuits, after the horse that won the race. So Tim Tam is the Kentucky Derby 1958 winner. This guy was at the Derby, named his new creation, Tim Tams, after the Derby winner. Interesting. and There you go. So what do you what do you look at the? It, they look like a fudge round in ways. Yes, yeah,
1: they do, but a little bit more dense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and they don't really look like cookies, and that looks like cake.
1: I know that's what I was Doesn't thinking. It really look but it like. sort of it. looks like a what I call a ho ho. It's got the uh-huh. cream filling on the inside. I'll, the, I'll take one. I'll <laughs> take. Yeah, I mean, I tried. I would, Swiss absolutely. cake roll, but just yeah. in a cookie type. Yeah.
0: Cook paging Sarah Cook. Sarah (laughs) Cook, painting Sarah Cook. She delivers goodies. She (laughs) delivers goodies to the show. So maybe we'll get those. This is, by the way, I was thinking of the seasonal change. We talked about it being warm yesterday. Uh, Whitney, is this the time of year you all start making farmer's market plans and, like, uh, exciting things Mm -hmm. that are coming up at the extension office? Uh, Anything you need to share with us today?
1: We do have farmer's market pop up on Saturday from 9 to 2. Okay. And there's all kinds of things going on at the office. We're getting geared up. I know Kendra's getting geared up for camp. Uh, That's going to start. She's going to start promoting that pretty soon. And Natalie's getting her, her stuff with, you know, her early vegetable garden you know, going with the canning and demonstrations for that. If you are, we've got a lot of trainings coming up. So, if you're going to be a part of the farmer's market, then you need to mm-hmm. let us know um, in advance so we can get you those trainings. It's the, it is the season. I mean, I had a meeting every night last week. It was, yeah, oh, wow. We're, we're in, we're in the middle of that season and that's fun times.
0: So you, did you have a meeting last Thursday about RFID tags yes, for cattle? <laughs> yes, we did. i so educated.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I, I missed Wednesday last week and <laughs> I really wanted to talk about it. And in fact, I, it was such a good program that I had four or five people call me the next day asking more information about it. Really? So I knew it was kind of a popular, it was going to be a popular good.
0: topic. Well, so it was mentioned to me by uh, Ronald Horan, yes. uh with the Cattlemen and mm-hmm. he said the program was happening and we were talking a little bit about how some cattlemen love the idea because it helps with herd management and then you got you know you got another group of people who maybe aren't super happy about change and they Mm -hmm. kind of look at it like I don't want any of that right? and so you've got both believers and skeptics all at the same time.
1: And the reason why they're doing it and I'll say this for those that are listening going what is an electronic ID tag it is essentially other commodities livestock organizations are doing it your your, uh, pork producers and your poultry producers hence the reason why we know where the Avian influenza outbreak is right now. Right, um, it is basically for food food safety. You're tracking um, animal health throughout that process, and so if you know where that animal comes from, it's going. It traces it back, so that way even the producer will know. Okay, I've got an issue. Something we need to fix. Something, right. and so it's it's helping. It's it's public. It's not really public health, but it's animal health, and. But it's it has a downstream.
0: I'm sure it has a downstream yeah. impact on public sure, health sure. because it's we're ingesting it in our bodies. Right, public and, and safety exactly.
1: Yeah. And so it's one of those things that we we are promoting it on the side of this is going to help you know kind of what's going on with your herd right. if, if something if you were to a cow were to make it to uh, the harvest you know be harvested and something were to happen and they condemn it then you're going to know because it will not enter the food chain they will catch it before sure it get flagged before it yes. goes
0: in, in ways it's on the grand scale mm-hmm. now everybody chips their pets yes, now so exactly. they know where they are that's exactly if they get right. found they scan mm-hmm. scanned in and go i know where this animal came from well
1: and if you have it on the on the side of if you get cows out on the on the roadway and <laughs>
0: whose cow is
1: this? Sheriff goes, whose cow is this? Uh-huh. You know, you they can electronic ID that and who's they know who's it to is.
0: Chase some cattle. Hey, by
1: listen, the way. it's I've it's a, it's it. a thing. It I mean, it, it happens, really is. and we have a lot of livestock that travel through this county every day that you may not realize, and so it's it's important to note. Yeah. And and so anyway, and on that note, the avian influenza—that's a reason why we know right now where it's at. Of course, it's been confirmed in Kentucky, and it's not a. Not to scare everybody, but it is a animal health issue. Mm-hmm. And having those protocols that they already have, that's what helps make it everybody be informed quicker.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the the expedience in which you learn that information yes. is paramount
1: mm-hmm. to
0: being able to react to it rather than it running wild and then somebody right. going. Hey, what's going on? Where'd this come from? You know, you're able to get better information.
1: And if you are a poultry producer in this county, please be aware of it. <laughs> Just a, um, p- PSA, please, you know, put that in the back of your mind that this it's in Kentucky. So be watching for it.
0: Speaking of things we eat, here's a good reason to stay away from the foods you didn't want to eat when you were a kid. Namely, cauliflower, I love cauliflower. cabbage,
1: broccoli mm-hmm. and their
0: relatives. When the body digests these veggies, they release pungent sulfur-containing chemicals. <laughs> these compounds are absorbed into the body. I know yes. you, you thought I was going um uh, breaking bad on this. But actually, it's about the compounds are absorbed into the body mm-hmm. and secreted in sweat, which makes you stink like rotten eggs. I don't know
1: that, that I pain. stink like rotten eggs whenever I sweat. I just know that I think of... Garlic is more of an issue for me because, you know, I I feel like I seep it out after I eat garlic. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Not
1: necessarily with cabbage.
0: But it's so good. Oh, Oh, I love it.
1: I'm going to eat both of them. I
0: will eat cabbage and slaw. Okay. But that's about it. You won't find me eating cooked cabbage.
1: Oh, see, I love <laughs> I used to not like it. I was one of those kids. And now I love it. I'll fry it. I will it grill it. Awful. I will. It smells does, but it's awful. delicious. But he, yeah, mm. he, he doesn't care for it. It's okay.
0: It. Cauliflower, good. Mm-hmm. I prefer my cauliflower uh, raw. raw. Uh, but I don't mind it cooked. It's okay. Uh, have really learned to love broccoli in my life just in the last, probably I wouldn't eat broccoli before the age of 25, but since then, maybe even more like 35. But, um, so I mean, but you can, you all can have all the cabbage. Okay. That's fine. You all keep the cabbage and oh, I'll we'll
1: take that. I'll yeah. have the
0: rest of the stuff. And That
1: reminds me. I have cabbage at home. I think I might cook tonight. I'll be in <laughs> Scotland before
0: you. Of course, a lot of moms, uh, Whitney, you may, you may be one. Maybe. Um, a, mom- a momnivore. So we know herbivores, we know carnivores. I know where
1: you're going with this.
0: Moms are momnivores. Uh, if your kid's leftover waffle or fruity pebbles on your way out the door, if that's what you eat, that's
1: then your you're, breakfast. you're a momnivore.
0: <laughs> a woman who snacks off what her kids leave on their plates.
1: Listen, you're busy, you're tired, mm-hmm. you just do it. You see these bags under these eyes. I... <laughs> I actually, funny story this morning, my, I had to take the littlest to have his ears checked. He's been having issues, but we're all clear. And he has the little packet, you know, the little things that you can carry around and you stick the things and they can stick their hand in it and pull it out. Well, he does not like the Cheerios. I mix. I do Cheerios and the yogurt bites and all of that. Well, he's very picky. And so what did I eat? I ate the Cheerios. He ate the, he ate the, <laughs> the yogurt That's bites. what moms do. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's always mm-hmm. a We snack eat the around. leftovers. We got that. Yeah.
0: Well, but in your case, for your youngest... You go prepare something, and she's not hungry until she sees you eating a plate of something. And true. then she eats all of what you got. And, Every time. And oh, so.
1: and, and mine <laughs> has a hollow leg. I, he, he will eat all day. <laughs> 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 he eats mine and his.
0: All right. So um, did you tell me that the Carmen family are planning a trip to Disney World? We want to go, yes. You're We're hope, trying to get to? that planned, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Disney Springs. Okay. Okay, and here's why.
1: All
0: right. This story made me laugh. It's <laughs> kind of lengthy, but stay, stay with me. It's got lots of details to it. Okay. But I want, I want to tell it in a way that you get really good imagery okay. about what might have happened. A Jerry Springer-style brawl broke out at Disney World between a pair of drunken, naked sisters culminating in the duo Tussling in the Bushes after one slipped on the other's vomit.
1: Why were they naked That was at Disney Springs? That's going to be my first question. But. The,
0: the newly revealed incident reads kind of like a plot of the Jersey Shore.
1: <laughs> hey, don't judge the Jer- Jersey Shore.
0: The ill-fated evening started out with the sisters, who were tourists from New Jersey, hence the reference. <laughs> Grabbing dinner at Disney Springs at a steakhouse, they have some good ones. Okay, and then hitting an Irish pub
1: for drinks. Hence the right. loss of clothing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: When the sisters, ages twenty nine and thirty one, were ready to go back to their hotel, which was off property. Okay. So yeah, they don't they don't they don't allow people like this to stay on property. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say. I yeah. hope not. <laughs>
0: their phone died. And a Disney security guard helped them call an Uber.
1: Okay.
0: Uber shows up. Uber driver shows up and says, I'm not hauling these two fools. They're too drunk.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be cleaning that up. That's right. right? (laughs) So
0: security guard then called a taxi. Apparently taxis have lower standards. I can see that. (laughs) While they were waiting for the taxi... The pair began arguing. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom. All right, that's when we start taking the earrings yes, off and the shoes off. I
1: think I would probably do that. And yes.
0: slapped her. In return, the younger sister allegedly threatened to punch her. Police from the or uh, from the sheriff's office arrived about twelve forty a.m to find the younger sister screaming and crying near the Cirque du Soleil. That building down there is huge. Yeah. It looks like a big circus tent. They were steps from the parking lot, and she was stripped down to only her underwear and sandals. Listen, it's hot and humid in Orlando, even this time of year. And this happened uh, some, you know, a couple of months ago. After attempting to calm the situation, the security guard... Said one female slapped the other in the face, and at that point, both females began punching, slapping, and pulling each other's hair. The security manager pulled the two drunk women apart, but in true reality show fashion, they charged at one another and, you know, locked up again.
1: Okay. They're, they're sisters. Mm-hmm. I have a sister. Uh-huh. I mean, I've we've brawled before, not not in our twenties or thirties, but as, as children, du <laughs> not outside the circle, not So at that point, if I were the security guard, I'd be like, "Wash my hands of it, y'all. Uh, just deal with uh, it, yeah. y'all. Family drama. On. How... <laughs> it."
0: Once separated, both sisters ran at each other, slipped in the younger sister's vomit, then fell into the bushes while still fighting. According to the security guard, the younger sister ran a few feet away and took off her dress, exposing her upper torso and shortly after, they began to punch each other again.
1: So she didn't want to get her dress dirty. Is what me.
0: <laughs> that's
1: right. She must have paid some money that's for the dress. That's exactly
0: right. She didn't want it to be. She wanted to have freedom of movement. You can't lay a hand on me and hold me down. You know,
1: you see the guys take off their shirt and well in yeah. football,
0: you see them hold the other one's yeah. jersey. You yeah. know, so that's kind of how it works. Um, you might be surprised to learn: uh, misdemeanor domestic violence, battery, disorderly intoxication. <laughs> And if I'm Walt Disney, I think I'm saying you all stay in New Jersey from now on. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Nome. I said, Lord,
1: take me
0: downtown.
1: I'm just looking for some touch. Did
0: you know the tomato is Arkansas's official state vegetable? And official state fruit.
1: I was going to say, the fruit, isn't it? So,
0: is this because they're too dumb to know which is which? Or is this <laughs> brilliantly smart?
1: Brilliantly
0: smart. Really? really? You're giving Arkansas way more credit than I, don't I know. would. I
1: I'm just... I mean, it can't I mean, be both. It's, no. But they can't, they can't decide?
0: So, their legislature or whatever decided, they, they, they couldn't decide which they were going to call it. So, it's a fruit, yes? Yeah,
1: it's a fruit. But, I don't know what... What, what are they known for down there? What are they? I was trying to think of something that they grow. Being stinky. Yeah, they are stinky. Um, do they grow peanuts down there? I don't know. Anyway.
0: Hot springs. Cotton. Hot springs as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, And by the way, we talked when I was throwing shade at Arkansas the other day, something about Ozark. <clears throat> Is an Ozark actually set in Missouri?
1: I, isn't there a big question about that? They don't know where it's set. Or yeah. there's-
0: and maybe that's by design. But is yeah. Lake of the Ozarks actually in Arkansas or is it in Missouri? Because story. they're from Chicago. The birds are from Chicago. And I just mm-hmm. thought that they were they were summering, like, mm-hmm. in a portion of Missouri around mm-hmm. Lake of the Ozarks. Because I don't want to give Arkansas credit for the show Ozark.
1: No. It's I a just, good show.
0: Because, I mean, I I like Jason Bateman and... He is, that Marty Bird character is just awesome.
1: Listen, I'm telling you, he is he is he is a fantastic actor. Yeah, yes. he is. I
0: mean, but I first thought that he only played one character. No, but he plays many. But that Marty Bird character, his reactions—like you can just say, like <laughs> you know, four, fourteen people died and they're holding your daughter hostage, and he's like,
1: well, "Okay, okay." Right. He's so, I, I said, I wish I had his uh, demeanor, like, <laughs> yeah. in a tough situation. Yes, You're like, too. my goodness. Yeah. How do you do that? Mm, that like, flat face? Yes. <laughs> the,
0: the cartel. God, okay. The cartel is going to do unspeakable things to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, then. Yeah. Uh, right, let's get busy. <laughs> yeah. The Super Bowl 56 coverage drew over 112 million viewers, the most watched show in five years. I would imagine some of that has to do with the Tom Brady factor. No,
1: oh, I was going to say the halftime show, but...
0: Some of that is yes, but Tom Brady not being part of it. Tom Brady has done to football for a segment of people what Jimmy Johnson did to NASCAR, what is yes. that? If Jimmy Johnson's going to win all the time, why, why bother watch? to tune in? So if Tom Brady's going to win every year, then why watch? So the fact that you get the Rams, the Bengals, two teams that aren't, you know, historically Typically. great, they're there. You got the Bengals nation that comes in there charging. Plus the overlay of the halftime show and you yeah. got big numbers. I would
1: argue that the the Bengals being in it was probably as as much of it as anything else, because I don't think they were talking about L.A. Of course, L.A. has two teams in, right. uh, you know, that are football teams. And so I don't know. I just think that their Bengals haven't been in it for so long that there was a, pretty much most of the country was probably rooting for them.
0: Sure. But I did think it was interesting that Los Angeles decided on Sunday the pandemic is over. Yes, they right. did, didn't they? They Just every celebrity, yeah. every celebrity everywhere from California was there at the game, not a mask in sight, even though they've still got masking in schools and all that. And so everybody on TV is like, look, yeah. pandemic's over. Oh, yeah. And so, but isn't that interesting, though, the ripple effect that it's had mm-hmm. across the rest of the country yes. in about four days?
1: Yes. I will say this, too. <laughs> uh, on that note, the Bengals, I, they impressed me. I was, I did not. And I'll be real here. I did not think that they were going to win. But then at that, you know, when they actually came back and were doing really well, they they got my hopes up. Yeah. So I'm real sad. And then the refs had to intervene. I was sad.
0: I really wanted Joe Burrow. I did, too. To complete that pass when he got spun around. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, when he got spun around and he got the ball away. Yeah. As Sam said, that ball was in the air for 40 seconds. It really was. <laughs> it was like slow motion. It's was like, please catch it, please catch it. Yeah. Because that would have been so amazing.
1: It would have. But the halftime show was good, too. So.
0: Spider-Man No Way Home dethrones Avatar as the third highest grossing film at the domestic box office. Really? So Avatar has always been a puzzler to me mm-hmm. because I like it, but I don't love it. And the fact that Disney built an entire area at Animal Kingdom... Of Avatar, it just kind of was like really, Really? yeah. But it's huge internationally, like mm-hmm. around the it did better around the world than it necessarily did domestically. So the fact that Spider Man No Way Home is now a bigger film at the domestic box office during a pandemic world over Avatar, it must be just because it's the only thing worth watching.
1: That, that because I mean I would think that there were some Marvel movies that would have grossed mm-hmm. higher than that. Yeah, me yeah too. I don't know. I just. But good for them, I guess. I
0: finally found something of Katy Perry's that I will not listen to. Oh
1: no! What
0: Katy Perry is to be featured on Madonna's remix project? Okay, yeah, no. And so I'm like, I love Katy Perry, but I've got my no Madonna. I'm in a Madonna-free world now, and so I'm like, yeah, sorry, I've Katy, I've never been a fan of hers. Anyway. I'll be over here for I'll be over here for you. Well, Madonna did us dirty. Mm. She and I, so. But she oh. got on her she got on her bad list. Okay, well. Well, she it. got on my bad
1: list. Oh. I don't I don't really like her music, so I don't listen to it.
0: And perhaps the biggest news. Oh, two big things. Viacom CBS is re-branded, rebranding to just Paramount. Yes. So, we know one of the reasons that they decided to name their digital platform Paramount Plus is because for quite some time that, so, the Paramount brand is a movie, fran- movie house. It's over a century old. And it's one of the oldest brands that Viacom CBS owns. Viac- uh, Paramount is older than CBS. Mm-hmm. And so they've just said, we're just going to be Paramount. And so that's changing. But 1883 is getting a season two renewal. So we'll get more of the Dutton's trek to Oregon or wherever they're headed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know where they say they're, they're going, but trail. we don't. We don't quite know where they're <laughs> Do going you watch?
1: to. I've watched a couple of episodes. I, you know my life. I, yes. I okay. To, yeah. I, I try okay. to watch when I can.
0: Well, and even better news. So we're going to get two. We're going to get another season. So another ten episodes of Faith and Tim.
1: See, I'm not a fan of either one of them, so it's hard for me to watch. Thank but, you. But wait yeah. till
0: you see them. I think you'll change your mind, though.
1: Okay. I've seen them, and. I do appreciate
0: yeah, and respect, yeah.
1: but I, I don't like them any better than I did before. Really? right? No. I
0: just, they've kind of become, they're like actors to me instead of uh, instead musicians. of musicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But perhaps the biggest news, and this is going to be really awesome. So you've always wondered, how does 1883 and Yellowstone fit together? Like what's going to be in the middle? Mm-hmm. They, Taylor Sheridan has just announced a new show called... 1932. So you're going to take the '30s version, and it's going to fill in the middle between what you're watching in 1883 and, and the Kevin Costner and Beth and Rip so and all dad, that. Basically. And so, exactly, yeah. Kevin Costner, when Kevin Costner is born, like that'll pick up with that story. But it makes me wonder: Will we see Faith and Tim? At the end, like late in life, as the 1932 story begins. I don't know. Like, will the math on that work out? I don't know. Excited to find out. Yep. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Middle. MB's point to ponder for today. Name something. You all may have a hard time with this on the spot. Name something that smells great. But tastes awful. We were just talking about cabbage. Like, you all think it tastes great. I think it smells awful. Yes. But what smells great
1: but tastes Some people awful. would say coffee. Huh. Right. I have some friends that they do that. not like to drink coffee, but they like the smell of coffee. Oh, I hate the smell of coffee, and I do not drink it. Sorry. Uh,
0: how about <laughs> is paste an acceptable answer? <laughs> You know the paste that you have at school. I love that smell.
1: Glue. <laughs> you well, know,
0: I mean, glue is fun to put on your finger and then roll it up. It, I didn't want to. I didn't um, want to. I didn't want to taste glue. Uh, what's the? But stuff? I did taste paste a time or two.
1: Oh, it's the Mod Podge.
0: Mod Podge. That's right.
1: <laughs> it smells good. But it- <laughs> Yeah, I'm so, gonna have to think on yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, something that I kind of think I'm a weirdo and kind of think gasoline bad. smells good too. So, so
0: pe- do I. some people's cooking. Yeah, I bet gasoline tastes bad. I, bet it does I don't too. know. Well, I did siphon some one time. I got a little <laughs> pop off of. I it. was like, Ugh, that's not very yeah. good. Yeah,
1: really?
0: Yeah, I siphoned gas once. Sure. Uh oh, that'll
1: be a story. <laughs> I've
0: spent a fair amount of time on the farm.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have well, to do that. Pep was a farmer. Yeah. My uncle
0: Tim was a farmer. You yeah. have to siphon stuff out of yeah. things in order to. Move gasoline around. Well, I mean, I don't know that that,
1: that's a good practice, but it had been (laughs) done before. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways.
0: It can be done. Yes, it can be done. Mm -hmm. Is my point. You have to get resourceful.
1: Yes, you do. You have
0: to be a problem solver. You have to be resilient. You got to figure it all out. Jeopardy. The National College Championship quarterfinal number six is on ABC tonight. The Olympics continue. Women's hockey gold medal game. uh, Canada versus U.S. Uh, freestyle skiing, men's freestyle, women's combined skiing. The amazing race is on tonight.
1: Just give me curling.
0: Listen, they will show some curling.
1: Well, it's I mean, because it's probably the most popular.
0: You know what? I've watched less curling this Olympics than probably any before because it's again w- once things become so hugely popular, I kind of yeah, I'm well, not so interested. In Kyle them has
1: recorded them and he watches them because we love the guy that has the long hair. And it's the... gonna
0: take me. It's gonna take me a month. To get our YouTube TV DVR cleaned up of all the Olympics. I can't even. Because I just told it. Yeah, all of it. Uh-huh. I want all I want all of it because I want to be able to like, oh, let's watch that. Yeah. Da, 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 da.
1: Well, and it's smart enough to break it down. Yes, it does. Which I've noticed.
0: And it goes skiing. 232 things. I'm like. Whoa, because it also pulls down the video-on-demand vignettes where Mm -hmm. it's just this two-minute run. Like, you can just get all of Michaela Schifrin's runs without watching any of the other stuff. Yeah, And so it's helpful, but then when you have to sift through it, it's like, oh, gosh. It's just a lot. Uh, I can see your voice on Fox. And then for those of you who like to watch gross TV, on TLC, it's the season 7 premiere of Dr. Pimple Popper. You won't Mm -hmm. catch me anywhere near it. I'll watch it you do. Mm-hmm.
1: Really? Mm. I like that kind of stuff. You
0: must like to live dangerously. I well, no, it's I mean. not
1: that. It's just well, I mean, ew, I don't know, it's weird. No. I enjoy it. Today I would die.
0: Today's highlight in history this date I've always wondered if the title was misleading.
1: Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not.
0: It's just Mm-mm. It's only
1: about pimples? No, there's like cysts and other things too okay. that they cut off, so. yeah. No, it's bad. It's instant gratification for me, I think, is what it is.
0: <laughs> this date in 1959, <laughs> Fidel Castro became premier of Cuba. 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 In 1862, the Civil War Battle of Fort Donelson in Tennessee ended as some 12,000 Confederate soldiers surrendered. So would does that mean that battle, did James Dutton fight in the Battle of Fort Donelson? Mm-hmm. Because in 1883, they they resettle from Tennessee. That's where the Duttons are from. And they take the train west and then start their journey. So Maybe some of those so. Civil War scenes that you see with um, with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. That might be a spoiler. No, I know. Sorry. He's in it, too. It's okay. All right. <laughs> um, and then in 1961, the United States launched the Explorer 9 satellite. Birthdays today. Lavar Burton is sixty five today. Oh
1: hmm. reading rainbow.
0: Reading rainbow to you. Yeah. Ice T is sixty
1: four. Wow.
0: Right. So but, <laughs> but here I'll make this I'll make this even harder for you. John McEnroe, International Tennis Hall of Famer,
1: yeah.
0: is only sixty three today, but Ice T is sixty four today.
1: That is weird. How's that
0: possible? I don't know. I knew he was older, but that's Mahershala Ali is 48, and actress Elizabeth Olsen is 33 today. Gone but not forgotten. Hugh Beaumont, born in 1909. He played Ward Cleaver. Okay. Sonny Bono, born this date in
1: 1935.
0: No, Sonny. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1959. Happy birthday. The Crests, 16 candles. Happy
1: birthday, baby.
0: You all know how that goes. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're kind of out of time anyway, so let's go to 1968, and the Classics Four are number one with a little ditty and they call Spooky. Like I typically hear this song more around Halloween, I not Valentine's Day. In you are although clearly if you look at that video someone made, they clearly had Valentine's Day on their mind.
1: They sure did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh let's go to nineteen seventy-seven. Mary and McGregor and number one with uh Torn Between Two Lovers. Love you, you all those. both just lit up as soon as the song started playing. Tell so how much you all, all like the song. He he Torn between two lovers, feeling like a fool? No? Okay. No. Well, all right, let's go to 1986. and ready to jam. The late, great Whitney Houston, number one. I love, I love this
1: song. How will I know? <laughs> My girl oh. sings this song, too. She loves this song. Really? really? Yes. Well, good for Listen, her. That's perfect Good parenting. Listen, we, we do
0: it all. Raising her right. That's yep. good. 1995 TLC was number one. McCree, like Jessica Simpson with you in 04. And we were all popping some tags this day in 2013. Macklemore was number one with Thrift Shop.
1: Yep. Yeah. $30 in
0: my pocket. All right. Whitney, thanks for coming in. Thanks. Good for to see me. you. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know if we'll see you next week or
1: I, I, uh, sometime maybe. soon. I don't but remember. I'll have to look. <laughs> uh, either way,
0: uh, look forward to the very next time we see you. Yep. And um, and so have fun. Uh, have fun to. playing baseball on Sunday. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The road to success is dotted with many tempting parking spaces. The road to success is dotted with many tempting parking spaces. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.